Welcome to Roscoe Squeeze Off, the podcast. This is your boy Roscoe Squeeze Off, world's foremost authority on all things that matter. Uh, today, my topic is going to be: Should you pay a high price? Should you have a high price quarterback? Should you pay your quarterback the most money in the league? And where this is coming from is Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, and then they're talking about possibly signing Patrick Mahomes now to maybe uh, the highest paid contract in history, which he deserves. I mean, the guy's great. But my theory is what quarterback wins Super Bowls that gets the that's the highest paid quarterback in the league? I don't think it's happened. I don't think it happens at all. Nowadays, with, the, with these high-priced salaries, I mean, Garoppolo made it this year at 27500000 million. Didn't win it. Um... You pay Ru- Russell Wilson was making the Super Bowl. He made it twice. Granted, the team was great around him. He was on his rookie deal. Mahomes has made it on his rookie deal. Um, last year with the Rams, uh, I think the Rams, he was still on his rookie deal as well. Um, when Cam Newton made it, I don't know if he was on his rookie deal, but he didn't have the kind of contract he has now. I think when you take a large percentage of your team's money, it, it kills everything. All right, let me see. The highest paid quarterback, well, going by percentage of, of what the team's money is, was Peyton Manning at 12.2%. That's the, in 2015. And we all saw his team carried him to that win. He was limping. You know, his neck was done. His shoulder was done. He was not the same guy. He got benched that year. Uh, you know, if Osweiler, um, you know, he just was pretty much going along for the ride because the defense carried him to the Super Bowl in the running game. And everyone else that's ever won a Super Bowl, ever won the Super Bowl, has been under 12% of the team's salary cap. That's what's been so great about New England. New England would not, would may not have had that great run that they've had if Tom Brady didn't have Giselle and didn't need that money at first. If he just would have been like, hey, I want to be the highest paid. I've, got, I've won the most. I want to be the highest paid. They would not have been able to keep together, put together and keep together the kind of teams that they've had. I think it's very important that you know that if you give your quarterback a ton of money, you're probably not going to win anymore. At least Super Bowls. I mean, just look at the Super Bowl winners. Tom Brady, six of them. He's been the nine. Has never been the highest paid. Joe Montana was not the highest paid. He has he had four of them. Terry Bradshaw in his time as a, as a eons ago. Troy Aikman in his time was not the highest paid. Eli Manning was never the highest paid. They won two. They were able to put together great teams because you didn't have the highest paid. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. It says 56 NFL players now make at least $15 million on average. All right, the highest-paid quarterback right now, I believe, is Russell Westbrook, who makes $35 million annually. Russell Westbrook, I mean, Russell, Russell Westbrook, I'm sorry, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is absolutely great, but we do know that he doesn't have enough talent on his team to go all the way. The man plays wonderful. DK Metcalf is great as a rookie receiver. Doesn't have any major big play tight end receiver type guys. 
Um, defense is not is a shell of what it used to be because you have to get rid of everybody to pay the quarterback. They were, they were dominant when you could pay him a rookie salary. Uh, another, let me see. The average quarterback starting salary... Five point six million is the medium. Five point five point seven six million, but that, but remember that that's counting all the bums in the league too. For you, you got teams like, you know, that don't pay quarterbacks at all, and those teams aren't very good. Your Miami, I mean, and then a lot of rookie quarterbacks as well. Because I think the way to do it, I'm looking at 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 at, at, at what Kansas City did. Matter of fact, let me let me go back. Let's see. Has a rookie quarterback ever won the Super Bowl? No. No rookie quarterback has ever won the Super Bowl. But I'm thinking when you look at Mahomes, Dak Prescott, his first you know couple years, I mean, now they're going to just kill it because they're going to pay a bunch of money. But they were a competitive team. Aaron Rodgers, before Aaron Rodgers started making a ton of money, they were very competitive. I mean, competitive this year. Um... I'm just trying to think who may have been the, 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 any outliers here besides Peyton Manning. I'm looking at the young quarterbacks that have gotten there recently. And you, and you, and you gotta, Garoppolo made it there, but that was the team. And they just gave him his contract last year. And the key is, can they hold that team together? Now their key, what they've done is they have four number one draft picks on a defensive line which is the key to what they've done. And they had that friendly contract that Sherman gave them as a corner. And you got Kittle still on, on. Kittle's got a contract where he's not making a ton right now. So right now, the other positions don't make a ton. But as you go along with Garoppolo's contract, will you be able to maintain that as those guys start getting paid? You know, once you start paying that defensive line in a year or two, can you, can you then maintain what you're doing? Because you pay Garoppolo such a large percentage of what you're doing. Um, let me see. Man, man, am I wrong? Garoppolo has the highest pay salary in 2018 at $37 million. Wow. So if he had won, he would have bucked my whole idea of what I was thinking here. But I'm wondering, should you put your money into your scouting team? Really check these quarterbacks out. I mean, I know you see all the same footage we see as college, as college quarterbacks. But can you really kind of find out the character of guys, check guys out, draft maybe two quarterbacks a year? Kind of like what the Redskins did when they drafted RG3 and Kirk Cousins. Maybe you draft two quarter two quarterbacks in a year, you try to develop them, you try to have a good four to five year run with them, because the one you draft in the first round, you got a fifth year option on. And then you have your, your scouting team looking to get another quarterback. See if you can't trade that quarterback before time's up or Put him on the contract, get something for him, you know, like a, some type of sign and trade deal like, they, deal like they do in basketball. I don't know if you can do anything like that in football, but I mean, you pay, Aaron Rodgers went to the Super Bowl almost 10 years ago. He hasn't been back. We all thought Aaron Rodgers was great, but because you pay Aaron Rodgers so much money, you can't keep talent around him. Russell Wilson went to, to the Super Bowl twice in his earlier, you know, under his rookie contract. Looked amazing. You know, as time has went on, he's gotten better and better, but he's not doing better as far as how far he's getting his team because he doesn't have the talent around him because of what they pay him. Um, Drew Brees, because of what he makes, 
they keep, they keep good talent around, but you couldn't keep Mark Ingram the other day. You know, uh, you, you're always going to lose something when you're paying your quarterback a ton of money. And the teams that has the most talent offensively right now was Kansas City. I mean, we obviously can see that. And it's not just because of the results. We thought that last year before they had the result of winning a Super Bowl. But you're not paying your quarterback. Once you start paying him $40 million a year, you're going to start losing guys. So my theory is, what if you just put your money into the, you know, once again, what if you put your money into the, I don't know if that would work because you, you want to build your team around a quarterback. You want to market a quarterback. But what if you put your money into just the scouting department, getting a good guy every three to five years? You draft two. So you find, you take your for sure one you think is for sure, your first rounder, you can put to a five-year contract. And then you, you bring a third or fourth rounder in like a Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, you know, something like that where a guy is very formidable. Even even New England when they got Garoppolo. But somebody you can trade and get something for if you decide not to go with them. You know, you can get, you know, you pick them up in the third round. If you can get a second round pick or in a second and a third form and a couple, you know, something to that nature, maybe even a player as well. It still works out for you if, you, if, you're, if you're developing good quarterbacks, if you're... If you're, if you're really moving these guys along and they're showing their worth in the preseason, if they get any chance to come in the game and you're showing them off well, and if you're developing your first guy, or even if your first guy, your first round pick is not doing as well, but i.e. Uh, the Redskins, RG3 was looking great, got injured, was never the same again. He was able to put Kirk Cousins in and make a playoff one year with Kirk Cousins. I'm wondering if that's the way to do it because, all right, perfect example. Another example, Minnesota. You pay Kirk Cousins a ton of money, guaranteed money, and you're not going to – it seems like you have no chance to win a Super Bowl. And I, I, I'm not saying that you're necessarily going to win it with, you know, not paying them, but it's kind of better to not win it, not paying a quarterback everything, than to not win it, paying a quarterback everything. And maybe I'm wrong on that, but I'm wondering if you do better by building up your team. If you make a great defensive line, if you do what San Francisco's done with the line, build your team up, you know, put your money into your team, your elements all around your quarterback, keep bringing in young quarterback. All right, perfect example, Baltimore Ravens. Decent team, but, and, and, and it's a lot of talent there, but that talent, that talent was accentuated by Lamar Jackson. Proof in the pudding is that same team was there last year, except for Mark Ingram and I think Seth Roberts and uh, and uh, Hollywood Brown. Majority of that uh, team was there last year. Tight ends, you know, the rest of the receivers, your linemen, all those guys were there last year when Flacco was there. Flacco goes down halfway through the season. You go six to one the rest of the rest of the way through, a little bit more than halfway through the season. With just the quarterback change and the style of play you play with that quarterback. He was able to make your team much better. He plays with them this year. He improves. That team now has a ton of pro bowlers because of him. He's the unanimous MVP. The problem with that is you got good talent around him from drafting, being pretty mediocre, you know, 8 and 18, and 9 and 16 for a few years there after the Super Bowl. You build up some decent talent. Uh, your defense is pretty decent. You, you put a p- couple of free agents in there, your Earl Thomas, what have you. Now, what happens 
in two years when you pay Lamar Jackson $35, $40 million a season. That's why I wonder, should you try to get rid of him? You know, you go for the Super Bowl next year. I think it would be his third year. Uh, you can keep him on the fourth. You have a fifth-year option. If you get to his fourth year and you don't win a Super Bowl, try to find a way to get rid of him. Get something for him. Get a, get another first-round pick. First or two. And get another quarterback. Because if you put all your money into him, you're not going to be able to sign your tight ends. You're not going to keep good quality running backs, even though I don't believe in paying running backs at all. You can run them by committee, dime a dozen. Nobody wins Super Bowls because of running backs anymore. The Emmitt Smith days are over, and I'm not quite sure you won a Super Bowl because Emmitt Smith back then, because you still had Troy Aikman, you still had Michael Irvin. Do not pay running backs. But as far as quarterbacks go, I just don't know, have we seen proof in the pudding that paying a quarterback a ton of money will result in Super Bowl rings? Because it hasn't. It has not happened yet. Like I said, you have not paid a quarterback more than 12.2% of the team's salary and won a Super Bowl. And then when you did do that, it was Peyton Manning, and he did. He was not the reason you won. The, the guy that's the proven formula is a guy that will take less money, like Tom Brady or Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, a young guy on his rookie contract, maximize, him, maximize the talent around him, and win that way. But you got to be willing to move on because once you pay these guys, Aaron Rodgers, perfect example. Once you pay Aaron Rodgers, he has not been to the Super Bowl since. Uh, uh, Russell Wilson has not been to the Super Bowl since. Granted, it's still early in his big, in his super big contract. Um, who else? Drew Brees, not been to the Super Bowl since. Now, he wasn't on a rookie contract when he went before, but he wasn't making the kind of money he makes now. And he hasn't been since. Uh, I don't believe the Rams are going to go anymore. You know, and as you paid, uh, paid him a bunch of money. Uh, same thing with Philly. Now, they won the Super Bowl because of Carson Wentz carrying them there, but he didn't do the final heavy lifting in the Super Bowl because we all know Foles came in. But Wentz still got the money. So by Wentz getting the money now, everybody expected Philly to do something good this year, and once again, did not happen either. Um, did make the playoffs because their division was pretty much god awful but we just didn't expect him and then he also got hurt again too so yeah i guess you can make the argument that if he didn't get hurt maybe they win the game maybe they move forward i don't believe so i believe once you pay these guys a ton of money the the the, the, the history is starting to show you do not win super bowls from that point going forward so just my third tell me what you think about it you know you can definitely hit me anytime roscoe squeeze off uh, at gmail.com um do you believe in this possible system of building a team all around, getting quarterbacks on your rookie deals, maybe two, uh, you know, one, like I said, the first round guy, you get the fifth year option on. After that, it's just four years. But you get a first rounder like a RG3. You get a third or fourth rounder like a Russell Wilson or, or, or uh, um, like, well, Russell Wilson is actually the perfect guy. But... You can still get him like the guy from Minnesota um, and, and see what happens. Because I just think that may be your best way of going about it. Develop quarterbacks young. Get, get a great development team. Get a great scouting team. Work on them. Build your, get, get guys who fit the system that you want to run. Whether it's a, a Baltimore Ravens system. Uh, Arizona Cardinals uh, with, with Kyler Murray kind of doing something similar. 
or if you want to get a drive backpack, whatever you're trying to do. Uh, the other guy I was thinking was Kurt Cousins. Kurt Cousins from Minnesota. Um, if you, I really think that's worth a chance. Now the problem is, is teams are probably going to be worried about being chastised by their fan base. That's the problem because fan bases are so used to wanting a quarterback to stand behind. Everybody wants a Tom Brady. But Tom Brady has done something no other quarterback does, which is repeatedly play for a discount for the betterment of the team. No other quarterback is doing that. So then you say, well, I want to make Patrick Mahomes or or, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson. Those guys on rookie contracts. And once that passes, then they'll become a Russell Wilson, who you say, oh, well, I want a Russell Wilson. Well, Russell Wilson makes $35 million a year. He's a large part of the team's salary cap. They can't build where they should build at. Now, now their defense is subpar. Now, their receivers are not great. Now, their tight ends are not great. Their running back is, you know, ancient. they brought a retired running back in because the other running backs didn't hold up. Like, you could do so much better if you just built the team up and got you some manageable guys to build up. You know, you, you got to really scout. You got to really know who you're getting. Get good guys and then trade. The key is... You gotta work your team's draft in the whole nine yards because if you if you draft well, if you build picks up, if your front office really you need all you need an all-star front office. That's the key. An all-star front office, which is what New England has been. They have maximized the talent they've gotten without getting a lot of great talents, without paying a lot for stuff, having a manageable quarterback who happens to be the best of all time, but at least the most winning quarterback of all time. I think that's where uh where teams should, should set their sights. You got to get off this historic pattern that we've always been on of, I need a great face of the franchise quarterback because that's not winning it anymore. And you can say, well, Patrick Mahomes just did it. He's on his rookie contract. The same as Russell Wilson. He did it. He was on his rookie contract. Uh, uh, Brent Favre, way back in the day, came out, was a three-time MVP in a row, three years in a row, Went to Super Bowl twice. Won a Super Bowl once. Started getting paid and boom, never went back. Never went back. Just think about that. I think the key is you got to get a guy to even be like Brady if you want to keep him. Or you got to keep switching it up. Keep switching it up. Look at some... San Francisco is a perfect example. Now, granted, they just paid Garoppolo. So Garoppolo does have a bunch of money now. But the team was built before you paid Garoppolo. You won't be able to keep all those guys going forward. But the team was built before you got Garoppolo. Just like when they went in 2012, they had another guy they weren't paying, Colin Kaepernick. And because you had a team built all around, you were able to dominate and go there. I think that is where it's at. I don't know if the NFL teams are going to go that route. And I guess it's a little scary because everybody believes a quarterback is the key because everybody wants Tom Brady. But once you get past Tom Brady's status, as far as being a dominant guy, with in your rookie area, in your rookie four to five year contract, and then now you want to get paid, nobody's going to do what Tom Brady does is take that discount. So they're going to try to get the most possible, and then it hampers the team, and teams don't get there from that point going forward. So let me know what you guys think. Like I said, Roscoe squeeze off. I believe I'm on to something here. It makes me wish I was a GM to try it. I guess nobody would let me try it with their money. No owner would let me try it with their money. And they may never try because we're used to having the NFL model of a face of the franchise. But let me know what you guys think. RoscoeSqueezeOff at gmail.com. Look forward to talking to you soon. Once again, it's the Roscoe Squeeze Off, uh, the podcast.
Let's go squeeze off your boy here. Uh, foremost authority in all things that matter. Talk to you soon.